what a week of football it's been in India. Another I-League season going down to the wire. And this time, surprise, surprise, it's Aizwal FC and Mohan Bagan competing for the title. Well, last week, the two teams were up against each other and Aizwal FC came out winners. Well, that will be our main talking point today. Hello, guys. This is your host, Naveen. And joining me today are Sandeep. Hello. Sudarshan. Hello. And all the way from Chennai, a guy who was in Aizwal to witness that match, Vishnu Prasad. Hello, Vishnu. Yeah, hi, yes. Vishnu, you were in Aizwal to watch the big match, Aizwal versus Mohan Bagan. Could you tell us how it was? Oh, it was, uh, Sariel, I believe, is the best one. Uh, for starters, you could, you could see very little but uh, because of the fog on the ground. But then again, the atmosphere there was great. Uh, you could sense that, you know, even before the match, that Aizwal were going to win it because of the atmosphere that was there, all the supporters that were pouring in, all the supporters that were there outside the ground, you know, on top of the nearby hills and shit like that. But could you see the match at all? Because on the screen, it was completely invisible for the majority of the time. Yeah, it was completely invisible to us as well. But I'm guessing the referee and the players could see what was going on, which is why they let the match continue. And uh, a few Mohan Pagan players were complaining uh, here and there about visibility, but the Aizawal players were very happy. And for good reason, because um, apparently the day before the match, uh, their coach uh, had Khalid had... Uh, made them trained early in the morning when it was all foggy because he knew the conditions would be like that so they were used to playing in this while Mohan Bagan waited for everything to clear up and trained at 3 in the evening when there was no fog, nothing nothing at all and this is possibly the clearest of home advantages that we have seen for any I-League club this season maybe. yeah, true, true because, uh, you know, if it's foggy first of all there's visibility and then there's the uh, matter of that artillery slippery mm-hmm. Duffy chance, I don't, I don't think they had uh, yeah. anything anything to yeah. actually. Yeah. He should that really that have worried that, no? Yeah, that, that save, uh, that missed chance, whatever you want to call it, this was big because if that had gone in, I don't think Aizol would have come back from there. <laughs> I think yeah. Bagan would have clinched the title there and there. So you could say Duffy dropped the title. Yeah. In terms of uh, the match level as it is, because we didn't see much of it, would you say it was a great match or just the atmosphere made it as big as it appeared? Uh, it was it was not a great match football-wise because the first half was very cagey. Yeah. Neither team uh, uh, wanted to lose. So, Bagan were defending, Aizol were defending, a lot of it were played down the middle. But the second half, Aizol came like that was the game plan. As uh, Khalid said later in the press conference that they were looking to not concede in the first half and then they were looking to go for the win in the second half. And that's what they did. So, the second half was a nice watch, but uh, I wouldn't say the first half was great football. And how was the atmosphere? Uh, because you were there and I read your story uh, on Aizwal itself. You're speaking to the locals and also. How was it before and after the game happened? It was brilliant. Right from, uh, you know, when you get out of the airport and get into your cab, this is the first thing that your cab driver asks you about. Are you here to watch football? Because they know that and, uh, you know, you have a long chat with them about the game. All of them are somewhat pessimistic before it, as in uh, they have this uh, conception that 
Aizol is Aizol players are too small to win the league and pick speed for us. So that was the general team. Isn't they? They've been good. There's been a great season, but I think Bhagan will win in there. So yeah, they were all really happy to see their team win, and the entire entire town was about that for the uh, three days uh, before the match. And how was the hill on side of the stadium? Because what we hear is it was completely filled with people. Last year as well for the Bagan Aizol game uh, uh, yearly. So uh, compared to that, this was like a there were a lot more people. Then also the stadium had been full. The, there were people on the nearby hills and all. But uh, this time it was uh, completely packed. As in, you you were struggling to find a position to watch the game. And you have to keep in mind that uh, last year the climate was brilliant. This year it was, this year it was pouring heavily. And despite that, people turned up, you know. So that says a lot. Uh, coming back to the game, uh, like all that uh, Bagan needed was a draw, considering that they had to lose very badly in the last game for them to hand the title in case there was a draw. Yeah. So after yeah. one zero, no, they, they would not have. Uh, uh, I think they needed a draw, and then they needed. Uh, I was uh, well nice. yeah. So yeah. did that? Uh, even that didn't actually chase them. Made them chase the game because they were in a similar situation in Bangalore when all that they needed was a draw. Two years mm-hmm. ago. Two years ago, yeah. and they managed that yeah. goal. So. So you think they how, played for the draw? How was and their was, approach? Yeah. Uh, because after going behind, that knowing that one goal would do it, or it was down to some expert uh, blocking and defending by Ajwal. As, as I said, the Bagan, uh, Bagan did not attack much. And more than their mentality that they needed just to draw, I think they were really, really tired. I mean, they should be considering the amount of football they've been playing all season. Mm-hmm. They've been travelling here. They've got the AFC Cup. They've got this. They've got that. So they looked tired. The defence was okay, but uh, the attack, the attack really looked tired. I mean, JJ was out of sorts. Sony was nowhere in the match. Uh, Balwant when we came on, uh, you couldn't even see him. Partly because of the fog that, and partly because of the fact that he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> so, yeah. So they they looked tired. I think fatigue was a big issue for Bagat, and Aizol uh, looked fresh. Okay. At least when they came out of the for the second half, they had a spring in their step, and Bagan just looked like they couldn't deal with it. And just on the word on refereeing, because I thought he refereed that match very well, considering probably didn't see much. And also that he let it flow a lot. He didn't small small tackles. He let it be. He didn't stop. Maybe what did you feel? Yeah, because I saw people no, think, complaining. Uh, yeah, I think that's the that's the reason why he let uh, small small tackles slide because he really he probably didn't see them. So mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, I think yeah, there were a couple of times when he should have stopped the match when uh, you could sense that one long kick could leave the. Goalkeeper outside, uh, uh, goalkeeper, you know, uh, outsighted because there was so much fog in the area, and there was no way he could have seen the ball coming. Um, there were uh, places where you felt he could have stopped the match, but then you didn't, you didn't want it to stop because this is such a such an interesting match, so much at stake. You were like play on whatever the circumstances. Yeah, the referee did a decent job, and I wouldn't say exceptional job, but yeah, decent job. Uh, Vishnu Navinia, uh, you spoke a lot about 
the atmosphere that built up to the game and the way Bagan played. But what about the Aizwal and the game, way the team played? I I thought Mohammed Alamna, Alfred Jari, and these guys were brilliant in the middle. Did you, do you also think so? Yeah, they were. Amna was brilliant, and um, uh, Jarir was uh, good as well. I really liked how uh, uh, Jayesh Tane played. So yeah, a lot of players stepped up to the plate, and uh, you know. But then the day belonged to uh, Khalid Jamil, I guess, because his tactics were spot on uh, on the day that the club that kicked him out went down. So yeah, he is probably the biggest story of the game. Right. More than uh, the players, players themselves. Just one last question on that. Uh, like, how was the reception for uh, JJ considering that he was a localite and uh, how, how how did he handle it and how did the crowd actually? Uh, yeah, that, that's one thing uh, you have to understand about crowds in the Northeast. It's uh, unlike uh, crowds in uh, Kolkata or Bangalore, they are not pissed uh, about anything, they do not like anyone. They are, if they like somebody in the uh, opposition team, they will cheer for them, mm-hmm. even if that person scores against them. And there are, JJ is the most famous footballer to come out of Aizol. Uh, exactly. okay. So, uh, a lot of the Aizol players, these youngsters, they grew up idolizing him, mm-hmm. wanting to be like him. Mm-hmm. So, JJ had a great reception. His, his was the only, uh, his name received uh, uh, a cheer that was as loud as the Aizol players when they were announcing the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. When he was being swapped off, they gave him an ovation. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, a lot of uh, there was a lot of talk before the match was that the city was being split into Aizol FC fans and JJ fans. Uh-huh. So, yeah, but you know, these people they like everyone. Uh, I've met a lot of people who told me their favorite footballer was Sandesh Jingit. So, okay, uh, yeah, so it's, it's not just JJ fans and Aizol fans, they like the football, they genuinely like the footballs, and uh, they're not as tribal about it as fans elsewhere. Are. So, there was never any uh, abuse and all that. Right. Uh, Vishnu, that about the game where Aizwal took on Bagan, but the last week of I-League, come Sunday, both the teams will again be in action. Are you going to be there? Uh, no, 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 unfortunately not. <laughs> unfortunately not. So, Aizwal is travelling to Shillong to play in the Northeastern Derby and Bagan will be hosting Chennai. First, I want you to uh, talk about Bagan taking on Chennai because Ch- Chennai is a local team. How do you see Chennai appro- approaching this game? Because they know that they they have to go, go up to the plate, isn't it? No, in the sense, uh, Chennai's whole aim for this division was for this season was to finish in the Federation Cup places, and they've done that. So Chennai, I don't think they'll have much to play for. And even Bagan on the, uh, I mean, Bagan, they know they still have like a very outside chance to the title, so they'll be all fired up. Well, so will be will this be a walk in the park for Bagan against Chennai? Uh, I wouldn't say walk in the park, but they should win. Because Chennai is uh, as tired as Bagan, partly because they've been playing half their uh, players in the Chennai division, yeah. Chennai has, senior division. That has got into a lot of trouble, so, I heard. Uh, yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's like uh, they were trying to, so last CFA game that they played, Suseraj scored a hat-trick yeah. and then uh, two days after that he was scoring against uh, Churchill and now he'll be 
playing against uh, playing against Bagan. So even they have a very hectic schedule. Uh-huh. Right. They've been prioritizing the CFA division as much as the I League. So they'll also be tired. But yeah, overall Bagan should win it. But uh, what about uh, Chennai coming on back of a 6-1 hammering against Chennai uh, against Churchill Brothers? Will that also play on their minds? Yeah, that, that was uh, what I said before the game. Before the game, they had uh, like ensured their uh, Federation Cup spot, so their season ended. Okay. The remaining two matches were okay. We have to somehow get through this. Uh-huh. That was their uh, mindset, and they are already thinking about the Federation Cup. Their mind is there. Right. If they qualified. So, but uh, what about the other? Yeah. yeah. What about the other game where Aizwal travelled to Shillong? How do you see that pan out? Because AIFF has come out and said we are sending one guy to look that there's no malpractice happening. Oh God. They will find. If yeah, you keep looking, they'll find something. <laughs> Maybe they should also go around like the referee. <laughs> they'll do a good job. Yeah, I mean, uh, I must admit that talk was there uh, even in Aizwal uh, uh, when the people were saying I think Shillong will Shillong will just give this one to us. And you see Aizwal winning the title. Usually, they have to. A perfect perfect end to a fairytale story. A perfect end to a fairytale story. Yeah, exactly. I mean, from here, they can't lose it now. Okay. Yeah, Vishnu, thanks a lot for joining us. It was great having you on Injury Time once again. Yeah, man. Great great being there also. Yeah. And we just hope that Aizwal do go on and continue their fairytale run and clinch the title. Yeah, yeah, we all hope that. The entire country except Kolkata, one half of Kolkata hopes that. So. <laughs> we'll be hoping that, yes. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Vishnu. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. Well, that was Vishnu who was in Aizwal for that match. Guys, but we spoke a lot about that match, but going forward... But I have to say something about that match. All the tactics apart, the one that won the match for them is just... A corner. Yeah, just tell Jayeshrani not to take free kicks and corners. Put Amna on it. First corner, goal. <laughs> Till then, Jayeshrani wasn't clearing the first man. But it, it's not a knock on him. He just didn't yeah. have a good uh, right. red ball. Well, that about the big matches, the teams that really matter in the league as of now because mm-hmm. they were in the running for the title. When we come after the short break, we will be talking about the other games where BFC had a tremendous run at the Shri Kantirwa Stadium. We'll be talking about that much more when we come after this break. Welcome back to Injury Time. We are back and we are talking about the penultimate round of I-League matches that unfolded last week. In Bengaluru, the defending champions, still the defending champions, Bengaluru FC had a great run against DSK Shivajians. Sandeep, you were there along with me. Sudarshan, you were too there. How did that happen? A season where things simply didn't go Bengaluru's way. Eventually, it turns out that they score seven goals past the team. 
the DSK coach in the previous press conference made it seem as if Bengaluru FC was Barcelona. And he was Real Madrid. And, <laughs> and DSK was Real Madrid. And uh, he even said we are the two best footballing sites in the country and stuff like that. And on the pitch on the next day, he made Bengaluru FC really look like Barcelona. <laughs> because maybe I thought 4-1 would have been a very... BFC played very well. Yeah. But DSK added to their misery by making it so bad for themselves that they wouldn't learn from any mistakes that they did. And But Chetri was outstanding as he has been all through the season. And like Arvind usually says, he seemed like Alexis Sanchez and finally he got a performance out of his teammates because he always seems frustrated. He he wants the passes to be played at certain places and if he doesn't get it, he, he seems a bit agitated mm-hmm. and natural. And he was outstanding, he was outstanding. Sandeep, did to add? Yeah, also there was this intensity about the way Bangalore FC played that match. Intensity or intensity? Intensity. <laughs> it's just they wanted the they wanted the win, and they wanted a handsome one. So they pressed, and if you see uh, Len, who's just been playing in the last couple of matches now, he forced a mistake out of Nirmal Chetri for the goal, simply by just being a nuisance. And Nirmal Chetri should have dealt with it, but. It's his persistence that gave goals and they kept doing that, they kept falling back and hitting him, then falling back again, then hitting on the break. So, they pressed very well while sitting, so all these things worked well together. So, I think that, well. yeah, but it's too little too late, but at least they're going into At least they got a convincing win because yeah. all the wins that they have had have been edgy. Yeah. Right and there. So, this, this will do them a lot of good. Yeah. Well, the last game of the league for them will be Churchill Brothers at home. How do you see that pan out? Well, Churchill Brothers... They are also coming on the back of a huge win. Equally. 6-1 win. 6-1 win. BFC on current form should be Churchill. Should yeah. be. You think so? Uh, yeah, I mean, neither team has anything to play for. So, mm-hmm. I don't expect a spectacular match. But at the same time, yeah, I think BFC should shade it. And uh, one thing about the highlights package that was put out on YouTube by, you know, they generally put out the right. highlight package. 6-1, they, they put only like 3 second half goals saying we are just showing you the important ones. <laughs> like, put some little more effort into it please, <laughs> we'd like to see all 6 goals. Right, the 6-1 win where Bitkur Lulu scored 4 goals, Brandon Fernandez, Ansuma Korma scoring the other 2 goals, where Susi Raj scored the goal for Chennai. Susi Raj turning out to be a pretty good player for Chennai, isn't it Sudarshan? Yes, he has been playing well. I mean, he, he is a man of good skills. But I saw him three years back. He seemed Chennai league. Yeah, but yeah. he is he, he if he has to play back and forth back to back games both in the Chennai CFA, the Chennai Footballers in Senior Division League and here, he must have a lot of fitness and he's been performing almost in every match now. Right. And remember this match was almost in the balance till around eighty minutes. Right. Because it was just two one mm. to uh, Churchill, there were chances. Both teams had chances and there was just a spree of four Four goals goals in Mm -hmm. ten minutes that that actually makes a team seem as if it was a shelling that they got. But Mm -hmm. but it was very much in the balance till around Mm -hmm. eighty minutes. Well that about Churchill Brothers, but another team from the west coast of India, Mumbai FC, have had a terrible season and as expected they're going down this time round. Drawing against Shilong Lajong. That's the defeat. Masters in drawing matches. Uh, at least it, till now it was goalless draws. Now mm. they have decided to. Vitorino Fernandez scored. Goal draws. So <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's uh, much of a difference. I, it's Oscar has been. Oscar Bruzon. 
far too late for him to come in and make it. So I don't think anybody should be blaming him. And you being from uh, Maharashtra, Naveen, and I'm having so Bombay, many... Oh, yes. Pretty, He's pretty from clear. Kalyan, not from Bombay. <laughs> so what is your opinion on the way See, this your match, team I, is played? I really think Mumbai should have won this match because they looked the better side of the two. Vittorino Fernandez scored in the seventh minute and going on, Mumbai looked like a better side even in the second half. Until that 90th minute where Yuka, Yuta Kinovaki went on to score score that equaliser. So it was 90th minute? It was, it was 90th minute equaliser. Imagine, they were leading for approximately 73, 83 minutes. Right. And I think the goal scorer's name was the closest that comes to victory for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, lapse in concentration that's hampered their progress this season all throughout. If you watch the matches with the goalless draws, few decisions in the final third has let them down you be it Karan Shwani or be it Thoi Singh I actually thought Karan played had a good season overall yeah. he didn't overall, score much but hmm. he didn't really have a lot of chances on. yeah he might have had a good good season but that did not reflect in the number of goals he scored and the number of goals his side score and eventually it's the goals that you score when you matches and help you stay afloat in a league that didn't happen and as expected Mumbai is going down this time around there's just hope there's another Mumbai team who comes up because if not that yes Mumbai City FC is already in I yeah yeah it's there so there is I'm, a team <laughs> I'm talking about the I League guys so Kengari FC is in the I League too hopefully that team comes up looks very unlikely but fingers crossed on that so but they still have one more match to go in the I League they host East Bengal East Bengal coming back on a win back a three on a 3-1 win. win over Minerva Punjab with a stopgap manager again yeah Yes. There's a story coming out that the Mridul Mukar Banerjee was appointed as a manager. And he got injured in the first training session with the with the East Bengal side. The what guy gets injured. To get injured I don't know what he did. To get injured. Brain, I mean, some leg injury or whatever. So, a 3 1 win where Vincent Anselme, Robin Singh, and BK Jairus. Was this Anselme's first match after he returned from his injury? No, he played yeah, a handful of matches but couldn't score. Probably a first goal. Victor Avobi had finished off. The chance that Minerva had made in the in the first half mm-hmm. before the goals started flowing, right? Maybe would have seen a different outcome, but he missed it mm-hmm. or goalkeeper saved it. I think mm-hmm. I would I would personally say he missed it, and then they just could and it was a very stupid handball to concede the penalty which Robin and scored. This was so. also the match where they lost out on the Federation Cup playoff. I think. Minerva did Minerva did the loss so yes. that, that automatically pushes Chennai up mm-hmm. so they could have challenged Chennai mm-hmm. at least with a game in hand but right. I think nothing of that sort happening up. now Minerva they play DSK Shivaji and guys DSK is hosting this match do you see Dave Rogers once again going on saying we are the best team in the he will know, say he might say he is the best <laughs> team but he might not add in Minerva to it so <laughs> but you see you, they are very, like he says, he has a lot of youngsters, so it's kind of unpredictable yeah. how oh, they will turn was up. Was that BFC game just one of those matches in the season where your team doesn't turn up? See, he, he in the post-match press conference, he, he said 11 people didn't show up. Hmm. Yeah. But it it's not possible that 11 do not show up. You may have three or four you have to carry. It, at the end of the day, it has to fall on the coach. This defeat has to fall on the coach because we, everybody knows how BFC plays. And he did nothing to stop them from and playing. And it was not as if the goals came in different right. variety because three of the goals were scored on the counter. Hmm. So if you if you concede one, if you concede two, you should always be on the lookout for the third. Mm-hmm. And in spite of that, you can't have all your defenders on the at the half line pressing high 
and you don't know where the wall is going. There are a lot of lot of things for DSK to learn from that and implement when they host. But they're young side. Yeah. Probably they will. I mean, this yeah. by no means should be a yeah. indictment of them. Right. But I was yeah. very excited to see Nazari play. He had a fairly anonymous game. Mm-hmm. Because in the but first 20 minutes against BFC, they actually played. They well. played. Yeah, they, they played. played. They, they yes. actually were good. Then once the goals went in, they just mm-hmm. didn't step up from there. What about the last match where Mumbai host East Bengal? How do you see that pan out? East Bengal is going to win that. The final nail in. Mumbai's coffee. Mumbai's coffee? Yeah. Just I because I don't you don't see Mumbai winning at all. Mm-hmm. I mean you won a lead, you didn't add to it, you can't defend it, so you don't know what we yeah, can where do. Are you going with this. Exactly. Well that about the matches and the reviews of the matches that happened last week. There are other stuff that we need to talk about. The biggest being the news coming in from the international team. Veteran goalkeeper Subrata Paul has been tested positive for a banned substance by the NADA, the National Anti Doping Agencies, guys. Surprised by this because it's after a very long time that an Indian footballer has been uh, found guilty of doping charges or even tested. Positive. Tested positive, right? I mean, no, they, even they, tested I, for that matter. Well, they were tested. No, they, they, been, they, they, do, they do get tested yeah. during the national. Camp. So I think this so, was a March 18th yeah. test that mm-hmm. they did before they went and played the Cambodia, Cambodia match. This is this is actually a curious case because Nada has come out and said they have, they have not banned yet. No, he's not yet banned because no. until the B sample, B sample testing, and yeah. Suprathapal didn't. Play against BFC here, yeah. considering that he had had a very good performance mm. the match before Bengal, that against yeah. East Bengal, and we were, I mean, I should say that was our mistake here that we were so awed by the seven-one victory that we didn't even ask the coach as to why he didn't play. No, I did ask. Him. He did ask. I did ask Dave Rogers why Suprata didn't play. It's like we're in the fag end of the season. I just want to give my youngsters a chance. Yeah, so, but that I don't know if that was conveyed to them or if the result came before that. We never, we don't mm-hmm. know, but. It just in hindsight it seems entirely different, but this seems a very curious case because the drug that he has been tributal uh, yeah. this thing it it actually is for your lungs, right? And it increases your uh, oxygen capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I think he was capacity. suffering from some cold and cough yeah. or something upper lung infection, so he took it with apparently from what Subartha says he took it by telling you know yeah. the, the, and the the team doctor, doctor suggested doctor, doctor, him. Yeah. yeah and the the main thing here is that I read it that this supplement actually is there in 70% of over-the-counter cough syrups yeah, that we all get. The exp- and asthma inhalers yeah. and stuff like so that. So, if you had got a TUE... Naveen, you would know all about that. If you had got a TUE, <laughs> yeah. he might have escaped it. That is therapeutic use exemption. Yeah, he doesn't have, have a TUE. And the thing is, and it, the other curious question is, it, it increases your lung capacity, which is very important for running. Exactly, as a goalkeeper. But why for a goalkeeper, I don't it? know. Where is he running to? At no. least on available evidence, it yeah. seems a pretty innocuous one. But right. no, we are not judges of it. So. Mm. Yeah, and also, if he had released it earlier that I am taking this drug for such and such issue, then like he said, the TUE would have been mm. in effect and that would be okay. Yeah, yeah. I think the maximum punishment is four years. Four years, yes. yes. And he can't possibly plead guilty by saying, I, was, I, didn't, I didn't know. Because I didn't know is never a mistake. Yeah, it's yeah. Because if it's... Only with TUE can you say, I have this condition, so I am taking this. You can't say without a TUE that I have this condition, that's why I took it, you please let me go. So yeah. This is very similar to the Sharapova thing. It, ignorance is not an excuse. You should know what you are putting in your body, especially when you are playing at the level that and you are playing. Especially when you have a team. I don't think Suprabhatapal has a team around him, poor fellow. Yeah, so. I mean, Sharapova team is mm-hmm. there. But the international team doctor should know that. Right. Well, that was Abhrathapal, but that was not the But a four-year ban is essentially retirement for No, but it won't be a four-year ban because in the past for this very particular tra- traces found of this very particular substances, the, the ban has never been a four-year ban. 
first for the first first time offenders it can be it can one be one year two year anything yeah. but even two years the maximum so has far. been 16 months no because four year bans are generally given only when repeated uh, issues no, no no not really that you admit the guilt that yeah, i took it for performance enhancement only if, you, if there is any shade of doubt where you are continuing simply able to prove that you didn't take it for performance enhancement but you didn't know hmm. that levels of ignorance that you have about the drug that will generally yeah. entail a two year ban well, a four-year ban would mean you. And two years. And I'm saying the end of uh, his career. He's in his thirties, right? He's he's thirty, and yeah. he's all no longer first choice, also. So. Yes, so pretty difficult. But that's not on. That's new. Not the only story that we have this week around. Anwar Ali, another Indian international, fainted during an East Bengal training session. Uh, actually, had a stroke uh, after the East Bengal training session. Hmm. He was on his way had back. A, had a stroke. He had a stroke. Had a stroke minor. Yeah, had an angioplasty done. So yes. It's recovering. very. It's a little scary because yeah. these are supposed to be extremely fit mm. but and at the uh, peak of the physical condition. But yeah. What was a bit? I don't know if it's funny, disturbing, or whatever. What the East Bengal official had to say after that? He just needs to take his medicines and uh, he'll be ready in no time. Really? As if, as if it's cough, <laughs> fever, or uh, whatever. I have no idea what people think at times. Well. Another one coming in once again from Kolkata, East Bengal and Mohan Bagan. For the first time, they've come out and open and said, yes, we are willing to play in the revamped Indian Super League in the coming years. But they've stated conditions. Yeah, the, the funny thing is the way it has been worded. Is that the thing is, we are willing to play only in the top division, whatever it may be. And they want a franchise fee of 15 crore, which every team has to pay for ISL to be waived off, mm. which I think is a reasonable argument considering integrity, the history, of the integrity and whatever. That's what they say. Yeah, and also they need to play in Kolkata. So now huh. that's three teams in Kolkata. I don't know how they're going to work their mm. uh, way around all the that. The curious case here is that not maybe uh, three teams might not be a possibility. Yeah, one of them will have to. Maybe two can be. And they actually asked Bagan to play in Durgapur. And uh, East Bengal to choose something else. Kalyani also. It, it, is, it is actually an indirect uh, way of saying that Atletico Kolkata is here to stay. Hmm. And they are going to be Kolkata's premier team. So I don't know if these two clubs will actually would want to play without uh, their fan, base? fan yeah. bases. Hmm. And, the other and that's thing, also been said that we'll play in Kolkata because we want our fan base to be there. But my question here is if. Bagan and East Bengal play in the revamp, the top division of the revamp league. Will Atletico Kolkata have any fans? No. That's what I was about to come because the first year Atletico's fans were all made of yeah. club, other clubs. For the three seasons, it's the Bagan yeah, and East Bengal the fans who turn up for Atletico matches. It's still building its identity. Hmm. And I don't know, I'm just putting two and two together. The second, the last year, I think, Sanjeev Goenka hmm. said. There can only be one team from Kolkata. He made a statement. And this year when Atletico de Kolkata won, there was not a single, there were only a handful of fans to receive them from the airport. This is what I heard. That it's so easy to antagonize the Calcutta football fans when they are not your own. Right. Because the first year they actually attracted fans by saying, okay, we are here for you and things like that. Also, they brought and in some big name players. And if they suddenly here. say there can be only be one team from Kolkata and that's us, considering that they haven't even had a existence that goes beyond three years. Right. I think it was, I don't know if that was the case, but this time the crowd reception in Kolkata wasn't what it was in the first season when they won. Oh. Let's see, it, it's... 
nobody is going to come out of this looking good they are all going to come out of it bloody but at least everybody is going in pulling in one direction but that is we might have something that is i mean imagine if i saw wins hopefully or whatever however you want to say it i saw wins next year they are doing this revamp i saw is not going to be there in the top division and we can moan about it all we want but this is always in the cards that i saw was never going to be part of the isl unless they get some huge sponsors to come in and come on then yeah. it's cool no the thing is here if we are willing to do this if we if you allow to do this it has to be a, it has to be said that however bad you think the isl is a product or whatever if it is the official league league yeah. anybody will be willing to play as long as yeah. such and such conditions are met so this is like saying that uh, we eat if there is food <laughs> so you can't possibly <laughs> say anything and yeah they will ultimately come around how they come around when they come around is, is yeah, the only no one knows nor do we know so i think that's all we have on, have on this episode of injury time guys anything to add sandeep no sudarshan nothing nothing to add guys thanks a lot for tuning in to injury time we'll bring you a new episode next week but before we leave let let us just remind you injury time extra is out with its new episode and this time sandeep who's it huh? who is the guy on injury time extra injury time extra it's uh, sunil chetri the first yes. episode is out today yeah, uh, uh, on thursday today is it yeah thursday yeah, yes. first episode is out on thursday uh, next episode will be out next week yes uh, definitely so tune in and get to know your talismanic guy Yeah. and also uh, we wish to uh, wish arvind our uh, joint panelist a speedy recovery from his knee injury yep so guys thanks a lot for tuning in have a great week and enjoy the game